Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news, broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Monday, October 9th, and we start with local news. Retired Mount Pleasant coach Eddie Bassham is among four individuals comprising the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association's 2024 Hall of Fame induction class. Bassham will be honored along with Carson Newman's Tom Griffin, former Cookville coach Butch Chaffin, and ex-Forest coach Wayne Babe Hardison at a January luncheon during the TBCA's annual clinic. In Cool Springs. It's pretty neat to be able to put Babe and Bassham in together. They battled each other for so many years. Pat Swallows, executive director of the TBCA, said in announcing the class, Griffin's been great at Carson Newman and a big supporter of high school baseball. And of course, Butch, with all he's done. It's a great class. We're honored to have them, he said. Bassham won more than 600 games over three coaching stints at Mount Pleasant that spanned six decades, including the 2020s, leading the Tigers to a Class A state tournament runner-up finish in 1989, 1998, and 2004. The on-campus field that he was instrumental in constructing was named in his honor in 2021, following his third retirement from the program's helm the previous year. The 1968 Haylong High School graduate also coached at Middle Tennessee Christian and Columbia Academy and worked with football in addition to his long and successful career on the diamond. It's a big honor. I'm really grateful for it, he said of his upcoming induction. I've always thought a lot of the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association. I've enjoyed the clinics and all they do for high school baseball. I appreciate what they've done. It's just a great honor. I'm very proud. There was a lot of time, a lot of work put into it. We've worked hard. We tried to go out and work hard to gain some success. You look back and see we had good players at that time, players that wanted to play the game. We were fortunate with that, but we had some good athletes. We were fortunate to have some athletes and some really good teams, some really good runs, he said. During the 1980s, 90s, and 2000s, Mount Pleasant and Forrest were among the elite Class A baseball programs, so Bassham and Hardison sharing the same induction ceremony seems appropriate. We coached many games against each other, several head-to-head contests, Bassham said. It's great to hear he's going in, too. Hardison founded the Rockets program in 1986 and coached the team until his 2012 retirement, winning 483 games and making five state tournament appearances with a Class A runner-up finish in 2006. Griffin is 18 seasons into his second coaching tenure at Carson Newman, having previously coached the Eagles from 1990 to 97, in addition to spending time at Tusculum College and at Morristown East High School. He has 685 wins at the collegiate level and is considered one of the game's premier catching instructors. Chafin resigned earlier this year after winning 10 district championships, a pair of region titles, and 500-plus games while leading the Cavaliers to a state tournament appearance over 25 seasons. Previously, he served as an assistant at Tennessee Tech and has also worked with USA Baseball for nearly 15 years most recently alongside Ensworth coach Jason Maxwell as members of the 18U national team that fell in the bronze medal game of the World Series Softball Confederation, Baseball Softball Confederation World Cup in Taiwan last month. 
The whole hog festival was held at Oaklawn Mansion in Spring Hill on Saturday to benefit the Well Outreach, a local food pantry. Front Porch Radio's Mary Susan Kennedy stopped by Oaklawn and spoke to a number of the organizers of the event. Good morning. This is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. This Saturday morning, I am at the John Mayer Builders Whole Hog Festival being held at the gorgeous Oak Lawn Mansion here in Spring Hill. I was being with Jack and John Mayer and also with Shelly Sasson, the director of the Well Outreach. First, Jack, tell us what's going on. Sure, absolutely. We're here at the Whole Hog Festival. Um, this is, I think, our first one was held in 2003, so this is 20 years since we started this, and this is the prettiest day by far and the best crowd by far. Um, so we're here uh, at Oakland Mansion. We've got a kid's zone. We've got foam. We've got a petting zoo. We've got live music. We've got almost 20 food trucks with every kind of food you can imagine. Um, so all this is in support of the well to help raise money to feed feed the hungry in our local community. So everybody should come on out today and enjoy the fun and support a good cause. Awesome. John, what would you like to add? Well, we're just tickled to be partnered with Shelly. Shelly and her staff do an amazing job. Uh, This is our fourth year pairing with them, and we're just tickled to have our name associated with such a good cause. I couldn't agree more. Shelly, finish us off. Thank you so much. And we're so grateful just to see everyone that's come out today for the opportunity to share the story of the well. Really what today is about is about bringing the well to the community and the community to the well so, so that we can share that there are local hurting families in our community that are without food. And so everything we're doing today, all the wonderful things that Jack and John talked about are about doing a community family-friendly festival that's going back to support our community. We were saying it takes a community to feed a community, and that's exactly what this is about today. Um, There are thousands of hurting families within a 10-mile radius of where you're living in the Spring Hill, Thompson Station, Columbia area. Right now, the well is serving 1,400 families a month with the gift of food. For more information about the work of the well, go to thewelloutreach.org. Perfect. This is, again, Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. This fall, Arby's will raise over $3 million as part of its Make a Difference campaign to deliver on their mission of helping kids dream big and pursue their dreams with confidence. The donations will benefit the Arby's Foundation and go towards supporting hundreds of organizations around the country. In Columbia, Arby's is proud to partner with Cormac Boulevard Church of Christ. As a thank you, any guest who donates $1 to the campaign at the register will receive a free small curly or crinkle fries and a cup of cheddar for dipping. The main to the Make a Difference campaign is a time when our restaurants and our guests come together to support kids in their community and across the country. We are proud to partner with local organizations who make such a great impact like Carmack Boulevard Church of Christ and other youth nonprofits, said Stuart Brown, executive director of Inspire Brands Foundation. Guests can visit any Arby's now through October 22nd and donate $1 to make a difference for kids in their community. Donations can also be made online at foundation.arby's.com. Join the Murray County Republican Party for their annual Reagan Day dinner, which will take place October 14th at 5.30 p.m. at the Ridley 4-H Center located at 850 Lion Parkway in Columbia. This year's keynote speakers are Congressman Wesley Hunt of the 38th District of Texas and Andy Ogles of Tennessee's 5th Congressional District. Learn more and buy tickets at www.murraytngop.org.
www.columbiastate.com. Columbia State Community College will host the STEM Within Reach event, an effort to promote and encourage young people's knowledge and access to science, technology, engineering, and math careers on October 21st at the Columbia campus. STEM Within Reach is a wonderful outreach event in our nine-county service region, said Ryan Badeau, Columbia State Educational Services Coordinator for the Williamson Campus and Associate Professor of Physics. This one-day program is a fast-paced and exciting showcase of STEM fields and career opportunities for 6th to 8th grade students who may not be aware of such trajectories. Columbia State is interested in attracting the next generation of scientists, engineers, computer programmers, and doctors. The possibilities are endless when young minds are introduced to various STEM concepts and innovations, he said. STEM Within Reach is a one-day STEM forum open to all 6th, 7th, and 8th graders that will offer interactive, hands-on activities, as well as encourage early student success in STEM, provide awareness of STEM careers available in Tennessee, and promote the scientific and technological understanding of such fields. The workshops at STEM Within Reach are designed to teach middle school students about the different opportunities in STEM-related careers as they begin to think about their futures. Stations will be set up around the campus for the students to observe and participate, while Columbia State faculty and guest presenters guide them through an interactive hands-on experience. Topics include animal science, astronomy, biology, chemistry, engineering, math, technology, and more. From anatomical dissections to nitrogen chambers, young participants will exist in a safe environment to think outside the box and perhaps step out of their comfort zone to experience new ideas and learn more about their interests and passions within the world of STEM, said Andrew Wright, Columbia State Assistant Vice President of Faculty, Curriculum, and Programs. Event participants will also meet and interact with external professionals from companies such as Ultium Cells, General Motors, Landmark Ceramics, Boeing, and more, he said. Parents and teachers are also invited to stay and attend the adult session, which will provide insight on how to encourage and guide young students in STEM classes and careers. STEM Within Reach will demonstrate to parents how their children can have rewarding and high-paying careers in a variety of STEM fields. The event will take place from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Wind. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. We apologize for the delay. We had some technical difficulties, obviously, but we'll continue on with news. During the month of October, the Murray County Public Library will host a symposium on different aspects of the Duck River. The Duck River's 284 miles flow through seven Middle Tennessee counties, and it is the longest river in the United States that is contained entirely in one state. National Geographic has stated that the Duck River is one of the most biodiverse rivers in the world. 50 species of freshwater mussels and 151 different fish species make the Duck River their home. On October 17th at 6 p.m., Doug Murphy, executive director of Duck River Agency, and Jonathan Harden, interim president and CEO of Columbia Power and Water Systems, will discuss water conservation as it relates to Murray and neighboring counties. Dr. Amanda Rosenberger will be speaking about the variety of freshwater life in the Duck River at 6 p.m. on October 24th. There will also be a display featuring different aspects of the river. TWRA has made fishing equipment sets available to those 16 and under available at the library. A door prize of a float trip on the Duck will be drawn at each program. 
The South Central Extension team will be conducting a farmland legacy workshop. The two-night workshop will be held October 17th and October 19th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Southern Tennessee Higher Education Center, Columbia State Community College, located at 169 Southern Tennessee Lane in Lawrenceburg. Farmland Legacy Workshops are designed to primarily assist farm families with estate planning, to provide for an orderly succession of farm properties, and maintain family farms for future generations. However, the classes are open to anyone interested in estate planning. Qualified experts, including estate planning attorneys, extension specialists, and other professionals will conduct the workshop. The cost for the program is $25 per person or $40 per couple, and meals will be provided both nights. Participants will also receive a workbook and publications to help them get started in estate planning. For more information and to register, contact the UT Extension office at 931-762-5506 or visit tiny.utk.edu forward slash farmlandlegacyworkshop. The South Central Extension team will be hosting a Women in Ag conference on October 14th at the Middle Tennessee Research and Education Center in Spring Hill. The event will feature livestock and horticulture tracks, as well as several general sessions. A catered meal will be provided as well. The fee for the conference is $30. If there is an issue with payment or someone would like to pay in person, please contact Amanda Mathenia at the Perry County Extension Office at 931-589-6785, or you can register online at tiny.utk.edu forward slash cultivate 2023. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Gaylord Opryland Resort is hiring enthusiastic and fun individuals to fill more than 200 seasonal special events positions in preparation for its 40th annual A Country Christmas. In addition, the resort is hiring for full or part-time positions in departments including food and beverage, culinary, dishwashers, housekeeping, front office, engineering, hotel security, and conference setup. As we reach four decades of a country Christmas, our beloved holiday tradition, we are thrilled to still be able to place be a place where our community can create lasting memories during the holidays, said Thomas Petrillo, general manager and managing director of Gaylord Opryland Resort. Interested individuals can find more information and apply online. Positions to seasonal openings start at $16 per hour. 
To find more information, go online and visit www.gaylordoprylandhiring.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or any of this broadcast, you can listen to it on time, online rather, anytime, or read a transcript. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day. At least four Americans and some other foreigners among them. An Israeli military official says his nation is involved in a fight for its life. It is uh, by far the worst day in Israeli history. Never before have so many Israelis been killed by one single thing, let alone enemy activity on one day. This could be a 9-11 and a Pearl Harbor wrapped into one. Speaking on the BBC, on the Salem Radio Network, parent company of Town Hall News, nationally syndicated talk show host Mike Gallagher is partnering with the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews to raise emergency relief funds for Israelis. Gallagher says scripture prompted him to act. Those who bless Israel, God will bless. Those who curse her, he will curse. This is an enduring promise for everybody. And to know that this holy land has been desecrated by such terrorism really compels Americans to step up and say, how can we help? How can we stand with Israel? Gallagher adds that every dollar raised will immediately go toward life-saving security and basic needs throughout war-torn Israel. Donations can be made at the website mikeonline.com. Persistent reports that Iran played no small role in planning and helping to execute the deadly attack on its arch enemy, and Iran does fund Hamas. This is raising more questions about the Biden administration's recent decision to release $6 billion in frozen Iranian assets. The U.S. is sending more munitions and military hardware to the Jewish state. Watching Wall Street, the Dow is two points higher, the Nasdaq down 72 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898, and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. It is day three of what Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu describes as a state of war with Hamas. The media line's Felice Friedson. The death toll has risen to more than 600 men, women, and children in Saturday's Hamas terrorist attack against Israel. The sound of gunfire still echoes inside Israeli communities alongside its borders with the Gaza Strip, where the military is tracking down gunmen and seeking to free some 100 Israelis. Word is that feelers regarding a hostage deal have already begun. The large number of captives is complicating the parameters of the talks. 
Israeli fighter jets have flown hundreds of sorties against targets in Gaza, including Hamas facilities purposely positioned inside of civilian residential buildings and previously spared for fear of harming Hamas's human shield. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. California Governor Gavin Newsom Newsom rejecting a bill that's meant to hold the line on the price of insulin. The measure would have banned health plans and disability insurance policies from charging more than $35 for a 30-day supply of insulin. The Democrat vetoed the bill because he said it would prompt insurance companies to increase monthly premiums. Newsom noted California has a $50 million contract to produce its own brand of insulin that it would sell for $30. Rhonda Rockstra reporting. The area around the historic Maui town that was largely destroyed by wildfires two months ago has started welcoming back visitors. A move this weekend comes as the mayor of and Hawaii's governor pushed to restart tourism in support of the local economy, despite vocal opposition from some Lahaina residents. No arrest following a deadly weekend shooting at a western Pennsylvania community center. One person was killed. More on these stories at townhall.com. This is Front Porch Radio News on WKOM Columbia. Police in Cookville say 18-year-old Demarcus Hughes was killed and another person who was a minor was injured in a weekend shooting. The extent of the juvenile's injuries remains unknown. Authorities say a juvenile suspect has been taken into custody in connection with the incident. Their identity has not been revealed at this time, nor has a motive for the shooting. Crews from the Tennessee Department of Transportation worked to clear debris from a tractor-trailer that overturned on I-40 in North Nashville early Sunday morning. A spokesperson with TDOT said the tractor-trailer was hauling bales of foam rubber to scatter it all over the overpass. Crews closed the I-65 south ramp to I-40 east and exit 84 due to the crash. Everything has since reopened. Twelve East Tennesseans were in Israel Saturday morning when Hamas attacked, leaving hundreds dead and about 1,500 injured, making it one of the deadliest attacks in Israel in decades. The attack happened on the Jewish holiday known as Simchat Torah, which is normally a day of celebration when Jewish people complete the annual cycle of reading the Torah scroll. Multiple arrests made overnight in downtown Nashville regarding people selling and buying nitrous oxide in balloons to get high. Metro police were alerted by citizens of individuals selling nitrous oxide balloons for inhalation purposes. Four separate arrests are made by officers at different locations late Friday night. All of those arrested were charged with the sale or delivery of inhaling fumes, which is a felony. And today is Columbus Day. It's a federal holiday in the United States, which banks and post offices are closed. No regular mail delivery today. Yo. Our front porch forecast, mostly sunny 75 today, mostly cloudy 49 tonight, sunny 76 tomorrow, and mostly cloudy and 52 tomorrow night. I'm Ron Jordan. You're up to date, and this is Front Porch Radio News. Reporting from Jerusalem, correspondent Joseph Fetterman. Israel's first priority right now is still to regain control of its southern border communities. The chief military spokesman this morning said that they had regained control, but he also said that they are conducting scans and there may still be militants roaming around the area. Just a few minutes after he made that statement, they announced that there was a gunfight going on in one of those communities. Meanwhile, President Biden is voicing rock-solid support for Israel after the deadly Hamas attack. 
White House correspondent Greg Cluxton with that report. The president made it clear over the weekend that the U.S. stands by the Jewish state and that Israel has a right to defend itself. He also issued this warning. This is not a moment for any party hostile to Israel to exploit these attacks to seek advantage. The world is watching. Mr. Biden spoke to Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu on both Saturday and Sunday as a range of U.S. officials spoke with their Israeli counterparts. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at townhall.com, major airlines are suspending flights to Israel after it formally declared war on Hamas. American Airlines, United Airlines and Delta Airlines have lifted services as the State Department issued travel advisories for the region, citing potential for terrorism and civil unrest. United says it allowed two scheduled flights out of Tel Aviv late Saturday and early Sunday. Delta adds its Tel Aviv flights have been cancelled into this week. The airline says it's monitoring the situation and making adjustments accordingly. I'm Charles Tullesma. And on Wall Street, stocks are lower. The Dow is down one point. The Nasdaq losing 64 points. More at townhall.com. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group, because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. Now, New York's mayor wraps up his trip to Latin America, calling for the right to work for migrants in the U.S. and saying countries in the region need to find a solution to the immigration crisis. Julie Walker has more. At his last stop in a port town in Colombia where migrants start their journey to America, Mayor Eric Adams stressed two things. Nothing is more humane and nothing is more American than your right to work. And he says countries in the region need to work together on the migration issue. To solve this problem. Adams was met by chance of shame on you. Including from New Yorker Emmanuel Lazarus, who traveled to Colombia to show the mayor. Americans and New Yorkers do not support his efforts to push migrants out. Adams says the city can't handle the influx of migrants. Julie Walker, New York. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. The area around the historic Maui town, largely destroyed by wildfire two months ago, has begun welcoming back travelers. The move comes as the mayor and Hawaii's governor push to restart tourism in support of the local economy, despite vocal opposition from some Lahaina residents. The websites of five hotels in West Maui show they're accepting reservations again. Eight timeshare properties are also opening across the region early this month, including some just a few miles from the devastation. The reopening falls on the two-month anniversary of the wildfires that killed at least 98 people. Rich Thomason reporting. California Governor Gavin Newsom has rejected a bill that would have made free condoms available to all public high school students, arguing it was too expensive. 
for a state with a budget deficit of more than $30 billion. California has about 1.9 million high school students. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. It is that time of day. I got our favorite grocer on the line. Miles Johnson, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great, buddy. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. You always have some amazing deals. So what do you got for us this week coming up? Well, this week we have New York strip steaks, five ninety nine a pound, assorted pork chops, $1.79 a pound, green cabbage, $0.59 cents a pound, Niagara 24-pack water, three for 10, and Coca-Cola six-packs, three for 10. But I also wanted to mention we have our truckload sale October 12th to the 14th, but I'll go into those details next week when I talk to you guys. But I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, man, fantastic. Thank you. And we appreciate you giving us a little heads up there. And again, you guys are located right there in West 7th. You're open seven days a week. Your hours are 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Got a great stock of uh, stuff in there. The great specials, fantastic staff. And uh, and as always, Miles, we appreciate you talking to us. And uh, I'll call you again next week, and we'll find out about that truckload sale. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. Have a good day.